we believe every person has the right to realize all that is possible for their future. Are you someone who is near retirement, who has been diligent about accumulating wealth and is now navigating the what's next heading into the next chapter of your life? Welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. In this podcast, we aim to help shift your focus to the things you can control so you can put your money to work in turning your dreams into reality. Through our trademarked process, The Dream Architect, we make wealth planning fun, informative, and enjoyable. Join us on this journey where Brian and Brittany will explore how you can eliminate your limiting beliefs in the pursuit of all that's possible. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the Dream Architect Life podcast. I have an extra special guest to introduce uh, here today. I'm going to give the formal bio and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what our guest is all about and the value he's about to bring to you. Uh, so that being said, I have with me, Dr. Scott Burtis. Dr. Burtis is a chiropractic physician, board certified clinical nutritionist, and certified functional medicine practitioner. He has over 35 years of experience. He is also, and this is important to note, he's also the only doctor in our area here in rural Southern Minnesota. He's the only doctor in our area that is certified in the Bredesen protocol, which is the only medical approach proven to cure Alzheimer's disease. He has been published both locally and internationally and has recently co-authored an article with noted functional medicine authors, Dr. Richard Johnson and Dr. Dave Perlmutter and Dr. Dale Bredesen. With a special emphasis on restoring energy, Dr. Burtis has seen many amazing responses over the years. After restoring and maximizing his own metabolic health, Dr. Burtis has recently enjoyed helping patients with type 2 diabetes thyroid issues, fertility issues, and fatigue and energy issues. So all of that being laid out there, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. Well, I am so excited to have you. Uh, Brian and I both have really been looking forward to this recording. You know, we believe that there are so many synergies between health and wealth, mm -hmm. and that's really why we brought you here today. So Without further ado, I would like you to share in your own words, why this industry, why this journey for you? Yeah. So I uh, started out quite young. Um, my mom had, had been uh, having a long battle with cancer, colon mm -hmm. cancer. And in the middle of that battle, uh, my dad uh, was uh, diagnosed with a brain tumor. He passed away when I was 14. My mom passed away from her cancer a year and a half later. Throughout that thing, I got real familiar with medicine. I really wanted to help anybody else avoid the same situation. So I decided to go into medical school. But about halfway through college, I thought, you know, I don't like the techniques they're using, the tools they're using, chemo radiation. There's got to be a better way, something more mm -hmm. natural. And so I ran into a friend from uh, UMD. He introduced me to chiropractic uh, and natural healthcare, uh, and that brought me here. Mm. So, you know, I think it's so interesting because so many people, when they've had such great accomplishments, it's truly built off of a foundation of why, mm -hmm. right? And so I think that sharing your story, those hit home with people and yeah. people can see themselves in their own experiences. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you sharing that, that vulnerably. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, one thing we like to do here is to give people 
tactical action items. Mm -hmm. So we're getting right to the meat at this point. Right into it, right. What are a few things, uh, maybe simple steps that people can take to better their health that's maybe outside of your traditional, you know, take a prescription, mm -hmm. uh, go in for surgery, go to the doctor. What are some simple things people can do? Right. Uh, it all goes back to the cue you can hear in all these prescription commercials. They say, you know, when exercise and diet fail you, well, they don't fail you you fail them. Mm. So if you have a good exercise routine, if you keep physically active, if your diet is healthy, 99% of the stuff will never manifest in your life and your health. So the biggest thing is go back to basics, eat healthy, get plenty of fresh, clean water, fresh air, move your body. You know, it, it just, it's such a fountain of youth and it's so simple. And yet most folks have been convinced that the answer is out there. You got to go and get a prescription. You got to go see a doctor or you have to wait till something bad happens. And that's just not true. Mm. It's funny because there's a mantra and I, I want to say it's from the creator of the strategic coach. He has this saying of, you know, it worked so well, I stopped doing it. Yes. <laughs> I thought about that, yeah. you know, right when you're talking about some of these very simplistic things with moving your body, with getting out and getting fresh air, yeah. getting that sunlight, mm -hmm. you know, I think people, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, sure. but we can overcomplicate things yes. and we can make it so much harder than it needs to be. Right. And I think that's what I can appreciate so much about the approach to functional medicine mm -hmm. and the things that you and others are bringing to, you know, their, their clients and, and their future clients, people that right. just it's bringing awareness. Mm -hmm. So, you know, outside of maybe forgetting some of the basics, mm -hmm. What are some of the biggest issues or obstacles that you're seeing people face when it comes to their health? So a big thing is a type two diabetes, blood sugar dysregulation, most of that based on their diet and lack mm. of exercise. So again, it keeps going to these same basic things. So, and a big reliance on, again, the answer is out there. It's not in here. So um, we can really re-regulate a lot of the dysglycemia, which is a fancy word for bad blood sugar control through watching our diet. You know, I like to tell patients, you know, when you come to see me, we're going to find out where you're at mm -hmm. and I can give you some tools to transition. I'm not going to give you these supplements forever. Sometimes if they're genetically based, yeah, but I want to give you these things to transition you into a healthier lifestyle. It makes it easier for you. You see more results faster. And then we start pulling things away as you don't need them. These aren't just crutches. They're like, you know, little jet packs to help give you energy to get through there and over the next hurdle. Mm. You know, I, I keep thinking about everybody's journey is so different mm -hmm. and truly unique when it comes to their health. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times people look for that blanketed or that bandaged approach. Yeah. And I think to your point, you know, when you're able to customize and kind of use that as a launch pad mm -hmm. and really help them get back to their optimal health, there's so much value in that. So it seems so simple. This is the point I'm getting at. It mm -hmm. seems so simple but I would guess that there's in instances where you see people kind of get in their own way. So give oh, yeah. me some examples of that where, you know, people maybe get hung up or they fall off track or, you know, don't optimize in the way that they should. Yeah. For instance, there's genetic differences. Some people, their bodies aren't going to work well with aerobic exercise. They should be lifting and vice versa. And if you don't know that, you're going to beat yourself dead, going to the gym and working out and lifting. And you'll say, I've done all these things. I'm not losing weight. It's like, well, try this but I like to lift or I like to run. I like to run. You know, you have to be willing to find out what's going to work best for you. Mm. Some people, they say, well, I did the keto diet. It didn't work for me. Well, let's look at your genetics. Oh, you're better off on a 
moderate carb, moderate protein diet. We got to find out what works best. It's it's called precision medicine or personalized medicine. You can't just say, well, here's a prescription because you fit this, this pigeonhole. We got to find out what's your three or four main factors and put those together and then find out what works best for you. Mm. So the first thing that comes to my mind there is, you know, I love uh, riding a stationary bike. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my jam. That's something that I really enjoy. So if I were to come to you and you're like, actually, Brittany, you maybe shouldn't be doing so much of that. And you should be lifting. Mm -hmm. If somebody already has a great routine established Mm -hmm. where they're constantly running and they love it or they're biking and they love it Mm -hmm. or they're swimming and they love it, whatever that is. Yeah what would you, how would you kind of build that program for them so that they don't feel discouraged by giving up something that they enjoy so much? Yeah. If someone finds someone they love, like I love running and I'm not going to say stop that. I'm going to say, let's build on top of that. Let's add some variety, you know, and it's never an and, or it's, it's, it's like, well, let's combine these things too. You know, some people have said, I'm not changing my diet, but I'll Mm -hmm. exercise. So then we have to adapt to that. So in your case, I would say, well, let's have you keep doing the, um, the the bicycling, um, but let's add this, you know, let's, let's take, you know, 10% of your time and start doing some lifting stuff and watch you feel the difference. Mm -hmm. Most people, once they feel the difference, they'll say, wow, I didn't know I could feel like that. Or yeah. I didn't know I could ever do pull-ups my whole life. And now they're doing them. So um, you have to find something that's going to give them some response and some reward to, to pull them in that direction. Mm. So along those lines, are you like in your program? Because I think sometimes people just need that added accountability. Mm-hmm. They need that added push. So are you, is there consistent check-ins? Like what does that path look like? Because I think it can be so easy to fall off if you don't have somebody to yeah. kind of cheer you on along the way. Yeah. So typically when a patient comes to me for functional medicine stuff, you know, we'll do a consultation. We'll decide, well, do you want genetic testing? Do we want a blood draw? Do we want a different kind of testing? There's all sorts of testing. We'll say, what's their biggest weakness? What's their most obvious thing? And we'll test that. If it's a genetic test, we don't ever do it again because your genes don't change. But Mm -hmm. if it's a blood draw, for instance, we'll redo that again in two to three months and we'll look for changes in the parameters, the biomarkers, you call them. So if we see them changing, awesome. We can back off on the supplements and we can maybe take some some tweaking and some fine tuning. If they haven't changed, then it's like, okay, are you eating the diet I asked you to? Uh, no. So we can kind of find and we kind of bust them on stuff and make sure they are following through and give them some guidance there and some support. You know, we never make it negative. It's always like, hey, you're doing great here let's improve here. So Mm. it's, it's so funny listening to this because I see again, as I stated at the beginning of this podcast, so many synergies between Mm -hmm. health and wealth. Mm -hmm. And when I picture, you know, I'll just throw myself into this or even some of our clients that we work with here, Mm -hmm. they spend their whole lives focused on, you know, that accumulation of wealth because Mm -hmm. with it comes opportunity and lifestyle and and all those great things. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a positive thing. Yeah. But if they don't have a focus on their health, Mm -hmm. a lot of times those years beyond the wealth accumulation can be spent trying to recoup damage that was done. And sometimes it can't always be recouped. So I would be curious from your unique perspective, Mm -hmm. what do you see as synergies between health and wealth? And what are some of the patterns you're seeing there? Yeah. Well, I, I, I like what you and Brian say, you know, the, the man who has his health has a thousand dreams and the man who doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. I have a similar saying I like, I plan on dying young at a very advanced age. <laughs> I so, love that. Yeah, um, that's good. So, you know, you, you have to realize, yeah, yeah. What good is money if you die a millionaire? You know, it's mm-hmm. it, it, what you need to want to do is die a millionaire in your health account. So there's your financial account and there's your health account and you mm-hmm. have to make deposits and withdrawals there as well. So 
And you kind of got to assume as you get older, you're going to have some things happen. You're going to have some surprises in your health. You know, you might have a heart attack. You might get diagnosed with Alzheimer's. You might get diagnosed with Parkinson's. You know, what can you do now to limit those things? So mm -hmm. there's so much you can do to increase your resilience. So, you know, again, back to the diet thing, back to the exercise thing, you know, chiropractic, making sure your nervous system is, is finely tuned as much as possible. So, I mean, to me, resilience is such an important word. If you have resilience, you can handle a lot of these bumps in the road. You you keep putting uh, money into your health, your, your health bank account. And that way, when things do hit, you're ready and mm -hmm. you have the resilience and you have the backup. Yeah. You know, I, I love that analogy too of the deposits and the withdrawals in both your your health and your your financial mm -hmm. account. And I think too, and again, I can't speak for everybody because everybody's situation is different, but I think about times in my life where I've invested proactively in my health, mm -hmm. where I've taken specific measures. It's a heck of a lot less expensive than oh. the alternative right. than when you're having to address something that maybe could have been caught earlier on. So I think that thought process is is really magical. And if people pay more attention to that and are more intentional on the health focus, mm -hmm. I think there's so much vibrancy that can come in their futures. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you have a comment on that at all. Yeah. There's, there's one piece of really good advice I've heard throughout the years and they say, you know, your stomach's so important to your health, take care of your stomach the first 40 years. It'll take care of you the next 40 years. Mm. You know, the same thing you said about your heart, your lungs, your muscles, everything, your brain is such a big thing these days with dementia. Take care of your brain for the first 40 years. It'll take care of you in the last 40 years or 80 or whatever it is. Mm. So, you know, these days with such emphasis on longevity, I think a lot of folks are aiming beyond 80 years, you know, 90 and 100 years. Yeah. You know, you listen to some, um, some podcasts like David Asprey, you know, these guys are talking like living 180 years, you know, mm -hmm. ideally. And I think a lot of them are going to hit 120, 130, 140 and in good shape. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's a lot easier to gain some of those, those health account deposits when you're 20, 30 and 40 than when you're 70 or 80, it can be done. It can be done. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't, don't, don't stop trying when you're 70 or 80 and don't yeah. go, don't start, but it, it makes such a bigger difference when you're 40 and 50 and 60. Hey, Brittany here. In case you hadn't heard our latest book, dream architecture is available for the taking. Think about it like this. What is your biggest, wildest dream of what retirement could look like. Not the dream that your friends have or your parents maybe had or your coworkers, your best dream, the unreasonable one, the one that you might have trouble admitting even to yourself. So that is what the dream architecture book is about. Hop on over to dreamarchitecturebook.com so you can start dreaming big today. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. I was actually in a conversation recently with some friends and maybe haven't been exposed as much to the longevity space. Mm -hmm. And there was a comment made about how they don't want to live past like 80 years old. And I was like, Oh, dagger through my heart. Like yeah. I, I understand, I understand where it was coming from yeah. with, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be bedridden or, yeah. you know, unable to move, mm -hmm. but man, if you can live to 120, 140 and be vibrant and mobile and feel good. Yeah. It's to your point of, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm going to die young at a really old age, like yes. whatever, however that ending was. Yeah. So I think it's bringing awareness and that's yeah. why conversations like this need to happen more often in mm -hmm. our opinion, yeah. because I think if people are thinking about it different and are taking that proactive approach, there's so much life to be had. Sure. And I think it ties too into legacy. Mm -hmm. So I would be curious too how, if you've had conversations around this with any of your clients or customers mm -hmm. that come through, 
you know, when you're thinking about legacy, a lot of people are thinking about what they leave behind. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times when we're talking about legacy, it's what you get to participate in while you're mm. still here. Sure. So I'd be curious if you've had conversations like that or kind of how that shapes maybe your approach towards longevity. Yeah. A lot of grandparents and great grandparents these days are raising their grandchildren and even great grandchildren. I have one <laughs> patient, she's in her seventies. She raised her kids, her grandkids and her great grandkids just because of life circumstances. So, wow. and she had the ability to do it because she kept pursuing her health. So, and she was around to give them that, that boost in life. The other thing is, you know, kind of going back to the, to the extreme longevity, imagine a person who's 120 years old, 140 years old and in good health, the wisdom they could give you, mm. the, the things they could share, the life experiences. We all look to our elders, hopefully, and say, Hey, I need some wisdom. I need some advice. How about an 80 year old guy? How about a hundred year old guy? How about a 120 year old guy saying, well, for the past 80 years, I've done this and it's mm. worked really good for me. That, that just blows my mind that, that that's possible. That is amazing perspective. And I actually hadn't thought about that. The wisdom yeah. that comes with the, the years yeah. and especially vibrant years, because mm -hmm. I know there's so many people that, that Brian and I know in different networks we're part of that have this focus of a truly lengthy life. Like yeah. these years we're talking about mm -hmm. and their whole vision is it's travel, it's mobility, it's hiking, it's being active, yeah. it's, you know, socializing, mm -hmm. it's meeting new people, it's creating new businesses, new opportunities. Yeah. Like these people are never going to stop. They, they're not going to yeah. stop until they physically like, you know, decide it's time for their passing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think that gets so exciting, the wisdom and the experiences that come with it. I think that's, that's such a great perspective. So, this is going to flip the script a little bit more personally, because mm -hmm. we like to talk here about opportunities for overcoming fear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there can be so many things, especially in building a business, mm -hmm. building a successful business yeah. in, you know, your own life's journeys and things that happen and hurdles that come about. So I would love to know when was a time that you overcame fear that you didn't let it stop you, even though it maybe should have. Yeah. So I had been doing basically strictly chiropractic. The first 20, 25 years of my practice mm -hmm. was very comfortable, was very good at it. You know, I mean, after 20 years, how much more can you learn about chiropractic? <laughs> but then with my son's uh, brain tumor and his illness, I really felt compelled to take this leap into this whole new area for me, nutrition, functional medicine. Mm -hmm. And so I took this dive and I got my master's degree in clinical nutrition. I got, I got my, my board certification in clinical nutrition. And so I kept thinking, I don't know enough yet. I don't know enough yet. I, I'm, I'm not there yet. But at some point I had to say, you know what? I got to stop learning stuff and start applying stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. people know a lot, they, you know, or, or this person said this. And and then, and now it's like, well, I feel like I have something to share with you. So it it took a leap of faith those first few times to tell patients, hey, you know what? Maybe you should try this instead. You know, and I got some rejections. You know, they say, well, my medical doctor said you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> you know, but sometimes they said, oh, I never thought of that. I'm going to try that instead. And it yeah. worked well for him. So, yeah. So there was a lot of ups and downs and there's still ups and downs there. But at this point, it's like, okay, I know a lot. I'm pretty well qualified. I'm 60 years old. I know my stuff here. I'm going to tell you what I know. Yeah. And if you want to take it, wonderful. That's a blessing for you and me both. If you want to reject what I'm telling you, next you know, mm -hmm. that's the thing that Wayne Dyer taught me. You know, Wayne Dyer. I do know yes. who Wayne Dyer is. One yes. of the best things he taught me about rejection is the word next. Yeah. So just keep going. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and I think 
it's, it's so interesting too, when you think about, you know, the, the learning capacity, Mm -hmm. I think about an adage, this comes from Darren Hardy. He was the founder of success magazine. He has the Darren daily morning motivational Mm -hmm. things. We've mentioned it on the podcast before. So he talks about how people get caught in this trap of learning Mm. and how being a lifelong learner is so important. You Mm -hmm. need to sharpen your skills. You need to advance. But he was talking about the, this guy who said, you know, I, I'm going to kill it because I'm going to read 52 books this year. And Darren's response was, why don't you read the same book 52 times Yeah, and become masterful at your skill, masterful at one thing. So you actually take action. Sure. And I found myself guilty of that too. I love to read. I love to mm-hmm. learn Me too. and you can get caught in this analysis paralysis yes. yeah, yeah. where you're like, okay, well, I got all this stuff and I think I know what I'm talking about, but it's hard moving forward. So yeah. I think that's such a great, valuable insight that you have there is just take action, start yes. having the conversations mm-hmm. and you're going to have rejection and that yeah. sucks, but <laughs> you know what? You can move through it. It does. Mm-hmm. And it does. It doesn't because you learn to handle it and, and just going to go beyond it. And you have to realize that person may not be in the place that they're ready for that advice. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's times when somebody just wasn't ready to start changing their diet and it's like, I got to respect that. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. And, and you know, it's, it's like anything it's, it's in our business here with wealth planning. Um, it's in some of our coaching businesses that we have too. Mm-hmm you can't force people to take action. You can give them your best advice and you can give them the best guidance and the best roadmap. But the bottom line is it's it's up to the individual to take the action. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, again, there's so many synergies while our our businesses are so different. Mm -hmm. There's so many synergies at the same time because you're, you're putting it out there and you want to do what's best for the person. And that's what matters. Yeah. So, you know, along those lines, because you are somebody who's constantly reinventing themselves, reinventing Mm -hmm. their business, what are you working on right now that has you really energized and excited? Yeah. So two things I'm working on right now. One is the whole Alzheimer's protocol. I'm, I'm trying to get it out there. I mean, I was certified six, seven years ago. I keep getting better and better. At, at understanding it, but it's just hard getting traction for some reason. And I think I mm-hmm. heard Brian mention one of your podcasts about, you know, the local doctors, um, you know, they're great, but they're not doing things like the body scan, you know, mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So it's hard saying, here's an option for you because the, the patients tend to go back to their medical doctor and say, what do you think? Well, I've never even heard of this guy. And yet Dr. Bredesen, he's published research. He has a book. His latest book is called The First Survivors of Alzheimer's. People have come mm-hmm. back and been cured of Alzheimer's which sounds so bold and and gutsy and yet it's out there. So there's a way to do it. And I'm trying to get more people aware of that so I can use that tool in more and more powerful ways because it's such a horrible disease. I watched my my Mm father-in-law pass away from that. It's just, you watch a person just kind of die on the inside while their body's still going. So Mm. um, I want to get that out there. I want to give more people hope. The other thing is the whole uh, concept of the energy uh, that people are are suffering from, and that can be so many different directions. So so many so many things like the, the type two diabetes or, yeah. or mitochondrial disease. So really helping folks understand they can have more energy. They're not stuck with having a low energy, brain foggy life. There's things you can do. Mm. I I think that there's there's two things there. I think almost just about anybody that I know has been touched in some way by Alzheimer's yeah. in their families, mm-hmm. in friendships and, you know, colleagues, you know, whatever that looks like. Yeah. So I think the work that you're doing there, that's a truly beautiful blessing to the world. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm so glad that that's it. And, and energy too, you know, if you think about, again, I'll just use myself as an example here. 
you know, like when your energy is not optimal Mm -hmm. and you know how negatively it affects, it affects your life. I'm sure you've seen this where, you know, that spills into your work. It spills into your home life. It Mm -hmm. spills into your friendships or lack thereof because you don't feel like doing anything. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's such a great thing too. So if there was one thing that you could offer, you know, for somebody who is suffering from maybe low energy or they're Mm -hmm. feeling that drain, Mm -hmm. what's something they could proactively do, obviously, aside from reaching out. Yeah. There's so many things, a lot of stuff can impact energy. I guess so. I would, let's just pick one thing, yeah. sleep quality, you mm. know, and there's so many ways you can improve sleep quality. Melatonin is an obvious one, but there's, there's other things you need to do. And you need to talk to me and, and, and say, here's my sleep pattern. And sometimes it takes trying three or four things before you find your sweet spot. So yeah. I take melatonin every night. You can take it the rest of your life. It's not going to decrease your body's production. Some folks think that's an issue. So, but sleep quality is such a huge thing. So mm. It brings me to, I have this, for those that are watching on video, I have the trusty aura ring, Ah, Yes, you know, and and whatever tool gadget device anybody wants. Mm -hmm. I think just for myself, having something that actually tracks and that I can look at on a daily basis. So I'm like, "Mm, I'm just off today. Oh, well, if I look at my sleep tracker, Mm -hmm. I actually didn't get much REM sleep last night or I didn't get much deep sleep Mm -hmm. and, you know, learning so much about your body and its natural kind of cycle. I think there's so much to that too. So I, I have no affiliation with aura, but I love the ring and I love the tracker. And it looks good. And it looks, and it looks good. it's fancy, right? It yeah. looks okay. It blends yeah. with everything. Yeah. And I, I have a Fitbit watch and I use that quite a bit. And I've yeah. learned a lot doing this. And what I will do is I'll 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 say, well, what did I do tonight? Okay, I had a beer at dinner. Oh, that affected it. I had too much protein or I had too many carbs or I'm dehydrated. There's there's so many things that impact. I have learned a lot by tracking my own state that, oh. If I do this, I can expect bad sleep and I can't be upset if I'm cranky the next day because it's my fault. Um, or if I'm over-exercising, if I exercise too late in the day, so many things affect sleep quality and you can really fine tune your personal sleep profile to get the best sleep possible because mm-hmm. like it's, a good night's sleep is such a, a blessing. So, Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And you feel the difference. Yes, you do. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, before I get into my last couple of questions here, if somebody does want to reach out and get a hold of you, yeah. um, wants to explore working with you, how would they do that? So, uh, BertusChiropractic.com um, is our website. You can get us there. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Our office number is 507 235 5551. And it's called Bertus Chiropractic, but really it's Bertus Chiropractic Functional Wellness and Integrative Health System. So, we're, we're doing a lot of things and trying to do them all good. Awesome. Well, I trust that you are going to get some reach outs because you've already Good. packed in a ton of value here. Good. So Good a couple questions as we round out. Yeah. One of the things that, that, you know, we really emphasize here is dreaming big mm-hmm. and pursuing possibility. So for you, what's one of your biggest aspirations or biggest dreams for your future? Well, there's, there's two things I like to focus on. And, and the first thing is the individual miracles. I love having mm-hmm. a patient come in and expecting this and getting, wow, you know, and getting a miracle or being told there's nothing you can do. And then finding out, oh, I have my life back. Mm-hmm. The other thing is on the other end of the spectrum, there's so many functional medicine doctors out there and we're kind of changing the profile of the whole medical healthcare field. More and more people are using integrative functional medicine stuff. And I want to be part of that groundswell and just one more voice out there that really pushes people to try and start choosing more healthy lifestyles. So mm. it's happening at a certain point. You've heard the hundredth monkey principle. I don't think so. Let's share it. Uh, okay. So back in the fifties, uh, some, some primatologists were, were, were researching monkeys on an island in Japan and one monkey started washing their potatoes in, in salt water. Well, then two did. And then three, then 10. After about a hundred of them, the whole island, without any possible way of connecting, started doing it. 
So once you get into like the collective consciousness of the society, people are going to realize there's a better way than drugs and surgery. There's a time for that. There's a definitely a place for that, but not as a first or second choice. Mm. So I'm looking forward to both those things happening. I love that. And you can tell your passion behind what yes. you do because your whole energy just got excited talking yeah. about that. Yeah. So Go you ahead. can tell it's a big dream. It's yes, a big it aspiration. Is. Yeah. So, you know, as we round this out, if you were to only be able to leave one solid piece of advice for our listeners, mm-hmm. what would that piece of advice be? That you control the choices and you control your health future and your health bank account. So starting today, you can't start 10 years ago, sorry, but don't wait 10 years from now and say, I wish I would have started 10 years ago. Today, start making small choices like more water, better sleep, you know, get an aura ring or a Fitbit and start paying attention to it. You know, get your spine adjusted, get your nervous system trained up. That's more than one, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> I like it. I'm going but, with it. I'm like, yeah, all yeah, of it. <laughs> but but have the mindset, you guys talk about mindset a lot. Yeah. Have the mindset that today is the first day of the rest of my life and today is the first day I start making new choices. And mm-hmm. your 20 year old, your, or your 10 year from now, your 20 year from now person, your kids and your grandkids will thank you. And when you're that 120 year old sage that's giving advice to your third and fourth generation down, they'll say, wow, great, 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 great grandpa. <laughs> you're so smart. And I just can barely keep up with you. Yeah. I love that so much. I, I am so grateful to have you on the show. Thank, thank you, you for awesome. sharing your time. Yes. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Excellent. Well, that wraps up today's episode of the Dream Architect Life Podcast. We will catch you right back here next time. Thank you for listening to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you heard something that really hit home for you, please share it with those you want to be helpful to. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Sweet Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your retirement planning.